Greetings and welcome to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder JC. Hello, Tallahassee. We are about to have another great discussion and invite you to stay tuned to hear about plagues. Uh-oh. That's, uh, that's, that's going on right now. But you know, since February, we all wonder not only about our future, but how will we survive this week, especially with losing my job, can't pay my bills, can't pay my rent or my mortgage. And there's a lot of other issues such as relationships, because now you got people can't come out and you're forced to stay together. So, you know, there were no communication when you was before the virus. Now the virus here. Uh Oh, fireworks. And and just basically keeping up with uh, homeschooling for your children. Yes. And. And a lot of other issues that go along with that, uh, but all related to the COVID-19, uh, the, the Wuhan virus or whatever you want to call it, uh, and the government shutdown. In the face of worsening condition, it's possible to become terrified and paranoid. Yes, it is. But stone builders, we have the best on our side. Praise God. The Almighty has not left us alone or in the dark because God wants his followers to become spiritually prepared for adversity and really have peace of mind. Today, we're going to study the Bible, scriptures, what they say about diseases. Mm -hmm. I think we see evidence of that now with all the shutdown and people dying. The plagues, Famine, Uh-oh, with the because with oh, the food God. situation, I mean, just recently we heard that there were several chicken plants closing. There were um, Smithfield, one of the largest pork producers now owned by China, is shutting down. Mm. So what happens and what happens when we disobey his commandments? The Almighty's commandments. Yes. That's the, that's that's the tenth commandment. Yes. Also, as followers, we must become aware of biblical scriptures, such as my favorite, Matthew 24, but this is verse 21, for then shall be great tribulation. This isn't great tribulation? Such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time. No, nor ever shall be. Mm. And also 1 Timothy 6.19 states, laying up in store for themselves a good foundation. See, that's the positive (laughs) against the time to come Mm. that they may lay hold on eternal life. So I want you to listen, audience, that we can lay up for ourselves a good foundation to take hold of what's occurring currently in our situation. Not on sick and sin. But on a rock. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, during this time of disease, uh, plagues and famine, just remember uh, Hebrews 13, 5. Keep your lives mm. free from the love of money and be content with what you have. For God has said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. Oh, praise God. Thank you for that revelation. And isn't that what Paul said? That whatever state I find myself, be content. If there's plenty, be content. And if there's not, be be content. content. So just know we have our situation can be handled because we're content at where we're at. I know this is, I got one more for you. This is Psalms 19.9. The fear of the Lord is clean. Yes. Enduring forever. The judgment of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. Praise God. You know, so before we get started, uh, you can listen to all our previous uh, Stone Builder shows on iTunes, Google Music, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Spotify. We're all there right now. And so whatever you're at your convenience that you can do this. So and also you can become a Stone Builder supporter with a sacrificial gift, especially right now, because, you know, like funds are are low and debts are high. But that's that 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 woman with that little mite. 
and it's any amount. And you can do that on our website at WeLivingStones.org or Cash App, dollar sign LStones51. All right, you heard. So become a stone builder supporter. Please also visit our sponsor, Dr. Elton Powell, at Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. Visit his website. Yes. www.dynamicspineandwellness.com. And you can call him up, too, to make an appointment or to find out more information at 850-402-9061. And let him know. Yeah. The Stone Builders refer <laughs> to him. Praise so God. stay tuned to our sponsors. Praise God. And we'll be right back. Change me, oh God. Make me more like you. Change me, oh God. Wash me through. My name is Anne-Marie Baker, and I used to have severe, excruciating right arm and neck pain. Thanks to spinal decompression therapy from Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, I no longer have any pain or discomfort, and my issues were resolved without having any surgery. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center has helped me enjoy my life again. At Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, we unlock your potential to be the best version of you build your body to excellent health. Hi, my name is Dr. Powell, and we take pride in giving you fast and friendly service that is tailored to your needs. We provide safe, comfortable, and effective treatments using state-of-the-art equipment. Life is full of adjustments, so get yourself realigned for better, healthier future today. Call 402-9061. That's 402-9061. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. Online at dynamicspineandwellness.com. Guess who? It's me, Elder JC, asking your support for Livingstone's Parenting Engagement Services. What is it? It will help parents be more active in their children's lives. Other ways to support? Donate online at WeLivingStones.org or call us at 850-219-0091. Remember, your donation is tax-deductible. We're your neighbors. We're Noble. This is Dewey Rio with Noble, the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives. Noble serves as the conscience of law enforcement. Our aim is to ensure fairness in the administration of justice and public service to all. We also support our youth through scholarships, mentoring, and educational programs. With over 3,000 members worldwide who work in the criminal justice system, our goal is to offer solutions to law enforcement issues and concerns in the communities we serve. North Florida Noble chapter members are also your neighbors. Many are first responders answering calls to your emergency and safety needs. We have members in education, social services, and other areas. We've chosen to be guardians in our community, but we need your help. Through these messages, we'd like to provide information for your safety and improve communications with law enforcement. This message is presented by this radio station and the North Florida chapter of Noble. For more information, visit noblenorthflorida.com, and together we can promote justice by action. Welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder JC. That's me. Boy, you know, we're dealing with biblical plagues right now because it seems like what history always repeats itself. Yes, it and does. And there's nothing new under the, the sun. sun. That's biblical. And so what happened, it's just amazing that uh, God spoke through his uh, His prophets and through different folks uh, to write down and to pass down everything that happened in the past. And it's like, oh my God, it's going on right now in the midst of us. Praise God. So let's just jump right in. What does the Bible say about plagues, diseases, and famine? Mm. The, the, the term plague is found about a hundred times in Bible scriptures, mostly in the Old Testament. The commonly known biblical plagues occurred in Egypt during the time of Moses. Scripture reveals that the Almighty sent plagues because of disobedience mm -hmm. and idolatry. Let's start with Exodus 32, 35. So the Lord plagued the people because of what they did with the calf, which Aaron made. 
So while Moses was up on Mount Sinai, interacting personally with the mm. Almighty, and the Almighty wrote with his hand uh, on rocks of uh, the Tenth Commandments. And when Moses returned, along with uh, Joshua, they heard like there's a war in the camp. Thunder, but it lightning. Was, but it was like folks just partying, having a good time, doing all kind of wicked stuff. And that's what Exodus 32, 35 is. When they first saw that scene with that golden calf, they made it go, now, Aaron, this is Moses' brother. Yeah, wasn't he a, a Levite? A uh, priest? Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Praise God. So, one day I, I will say about that. We miss moving away from God. Mm. Now, I mean, he, he had to be up there for a few days or whatever. But just leaving the presence of God, yeah. look what we get into. Wow. Trouble. Trouble, trouble, trouble. Trouble. So that we create ourselves. Yes, we do. Uh, let's define what a plague is, because there's different words that can mean different things. Um, as a noun, it could mean a disastrous evil or affliction, hmm. a calamity. Wow. Or it could mean numerous, destructively numerous influx or multiplication of a noxious animal, infestation, like a plague of locusts. Hmm. It could be an ep epidemic disease. It, are we having a pandemic now called pestilence? Or it could be a vir virulent, contagious febrile disease, such as bubonic, pneumonic, septicemic, or COVID-19. <laughs> or SARS. Right. Or H1N1. HIV. Yes. It uh, could be a lot of things. Yeah. And then as a verb, it could mean to smite, infest, to cause worry or distress, to burden, to disturb. Mm. So we need to take time to study the 10 plagues because you mentioned that in the Old Testament had the 100 times that it's mentioned in the Bible. So we can study the 10 plagues of Egypt's Bible story when God freed the Israelites from slavery. Yeah. Can you name the 10? Uh, I can. <laughs> Water to blood. Uh oh. Frogs, gnats, lice. Flies, diseased livestock, boils, thunder, hell, locusts, darkness, and then the final and the worst, the death of the firstborn. Yeah, that's what and if, their back. Yes, and if you know anything about the Egyptians during this time period, these plagues were devastating to them because they were very clean people. Mm. Remember, they're the ones that took baths in milk. <laughs> They had they shaved themselves to keep yeah. the hair off so they wouldn't be infested with any bugs or all or kinds mice, of other things, yeah. right? So plagues are also mentioned in Revelation. So this is the New Testament now when describing the end times on Earth. That's why a lot of folks are, are fearful, are, fear yes, right now. petrified. Yes. Many of our families and friends are wondering whether COVID-19 is the plague mentioned by Apostle John in Revelation. Food shortages, fear, viruses, economic collapse all seem to be hints to beginning of the end times. But remember, Matthew 24, Jesus said, the time is not yet. Praise but God. we will have all of these things. We will have Tribulation, and that's what we're going through right now. And even now, rumors of war. Yes, uh, because the you know that COVID nineteen or a coronavirus was patented back in two thousand four. Yes, and in two thousand four. Uh, so it's been around for some period of time and they have taken that strain uh, throughout the world uh, that various test labs like uh, like India or China and things of that nature. And you have some people trying to take that bio strain and make it into a weapon or a bio weapon. And you have others who are trying to use it for medicinal purposes for in the future. Well, when you talked about the patent, it started off as SARS-CoV-2. Mm. 
somehow we're at COVID-19. So does that mean there's been a series of developments from 2 to 19? And what are those differences? Why is it that when it came into the United States, uh, there were a thing about African-Americans not getting the disease? Now we are dying at record numbers and getting ill. So what is it that they're doing? So it has to be a manufactured to me, a manufactured play. And then with the economy, I mean, the world has shut down. Correct. And and now that it has been shut down for over a month or almost six weeks since February, mid-February, March, we will finally shut down and you have everybody working from home. And now you have the government saying you cannot go to church. And that is biblical. Yes, where it is. now you don't want they don't want you to worship. Uh, I don't care about I'm not about this Republican Democrat and, and things of that nature, but just look at what's happening around us uh, with um, uh, with the opposed with the upcoming economic collapse. Right now, the government has issued like trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars. Did y'all get any? I'm still waiting for my stimulus check. Well, one of the things are, though, they're printing money. It's not backed with anything. So who's going to eventually pay for all this? Hmm. And you mentioned that the economy for the U.S. has been shut down since March. But this disease was in October. So other Europe, China, specifically Korea, Europe, they've been experiencing this shutdown since October, November, December. Apparently it ravaged through those countries. So what is happening to the world economy is something we need to think about. But again, stone builders, Tallahassee audience, Mm -hmm. those of us who are believers know that God will protect his chosen people. Praise God. Uh, repent, <laughs> water baptism, and sin no more. You know, the Bible, especially in the Old Testament, you know, describes several times when God brought plagues and diseases on his people yes. and his enemies. Yes. Uh, and you know what? To make you see my power. Mm. And in, in Exodus 9, 14 and 16, he says, For I will at this time send all my plagues upon thy heart and upon thy servants and Mm -hmm. upon thy people that thou may know that there is none like me in all the earth. In verse 16, God is us. I mean, he is the creator of all things. So he knows that we can take you out and we can build you up. That's why... uh, we got to get moved back to plant-based uh, uh, diet. Yes. And in the very 16, and in the very deed of this cause, have I raised thee up for to show in thee my power yes. that my name may be declared throughout all the earth. Praise God. You are Sorbin. <laughs> the Almighty uses plagued on Egypt to force Pharaoh to free the Israelites from bondage while sparing his people from being afflicted, thus indicating his Sorbin control over disease and other afflictions. Praise God. I think you mean sovereign. Sovereign? What I say? <laughs> I have no coffee right now. This is my eyes and my voice are matching up. <laughs> Where's my coffee at? Praise God. But um, there's, a, there's a Richard Rittenbaugh uh, who um, uh, put together um, uh, a study uh, on the Bereans. Uh, this is what the Bereans, the Bereans are like the Baptists, the Methodists, and they're an awesome uh, 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 organization. Uh, but when they're reflecting upon the 10 plagues, they suggest there are lessons that we can extract from this event. And God gave the plagues to give Israel confidence to rely on him, as well as to weaken Egypt economically, militarily, and dethroning all the gods of Egypt. Yes. The Egyptians were an extremely superstitious people. Like this ain't my word, much like the Hindus of today, having gods for practically everything, seeing cosmic meaning in the most mundane and absurd things. The ancient Egyptians revered Hapi, the god of the now, as their chief god, believing Egypt was the gift of the now. 
God, by turning the waters of the now into stench filled bringer of death, God decommissioned their main God. Mm. Many of the fish that had perished in the now were also worshipped as sacred. Because the Egyptians had a fetish about cleanliness, which yeah, J.C. Yeah. has said, being deprived of water to bathe got their attention. Mm. In Egypt, the frog was a symbol of uh, goddess Hedekite. Uh, Hedekite? The goddess of procreation and childbirth. The various kinds of livestock upon which gods and petulance were also considered sacred in Egypt. The cow, for example, was sacred to six separate gods. God Ooh. said that there's no God before. Exactly. I am a jealous God. Yes. Y'all worshiping all these other clowns and this is my creation? Y'all going to give them more credit than you going to give me? Um, and that's why when Moses was up there and Aaron and the, and the, and the tribe was was partying and doing all kind of wicked and sinful things. Woo! That's why God, oh boy, God was mad. God was mad. But God tolerates nothing we place before him, whether it's consists of a job, pride, or wealth. I just say, just bow down and pray and ask for forgiveness from him. I believe that's why we're experiencing the things that we are, because God has taken away all the things that we worship. Sports. Yes. Money. Wow. And trusting that I know some of our family members have uh, gotten the disease, but they've made it through. But I know a lot of families have lost loved ones. Yeah. So sometimes when we put emphasis on those things before God, that's what we receive. But before that, I think one of the things that you talked about, about the power of God, Matthew ten twenty eight says, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Mm. And sometimes I think we don't think of God as a, a, a real person or that those things can happen. But he says he abhors other gods being placed before him. God throughout the scripture warns his people of the consequences of disobedience. And we see it in Leviticus 26, 21 and 25. Also on two occasions, God destroyed 14,700 people in Numbers 1649. Are we up there yet with that? I'm not quite. <laughs> We're about 100,000 right now in America. Okay. And, tw and 24,000 people in Numbers 25.9 for various acts of disobedience. After giving the Mosaic Law or Law of Moses and Ten Commandments, God commanded the people to obey it or suffer many evils, including something that sounds like disease. Hmm. The Lord will strike you with wasting disease, with fever mm, and mm. inflammation, mm. which will plague you until you perish. Deuteronomy 28, 22. And remember what I said, Matthew 10, 28. It's also in Luke 12, 4 says, and I say unto you, my friends, he's calling you his friends. Be not afraid of them that killed the body. And after that, have no more that they can do. Wow. You're gone. <laughs> Your history. Oh, You're God. out of here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, you know what? It's getting interesting. So, hey, I just want to ask you, Radio Land, stay, uh, stay with us and we'll be right back and we're going to go more into detail about the plagues in the Bible. Uh, stay tuned. Jesus Christ. 
If someone loves you, they don't hit you. Hi, this is Dewey Rio with Noble, the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives. Dating or relational violence is an act or threat of violence by one member of a couple against the other person in a relationship. It's also when one partner tries to maintain power and control over the other through abuse or violence. The abuse can include isolating you from others, threatening you, your family, or even themselves if you don't do what they want, physical violence, or sexual acts. This is not about love. It's about control. It's not about anything you did wrong. It's about control. If you're in a relationship like this, you're not alone. There is help. Contact Refuge House, your school guidance counselor, or law enforcement. Just remember, there is help. This message is presented by this radio station and the North Florida chapter of Noble. For more information, visit noblenorthflorida.com, and together we can promote justice by action. Guess who? It's me, Elder JC, asking your support for Livingstone's Parenting Engagement Services. What is it? It will help parents be more active in their children's lives. Other ways to support? Donate online at WeLivingStones.org or call us at 850-219-0091. Remember, your donation is tax deductible. Man, do I love card night. You ready, boys? You got a king? Go fish that! Oh, come on! <laughs> this is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder JC. That's me. Today we're discussing biblical and scriptural insights into plagues. Sometimes it's hard to imagine our loving and merciful God displaying such wrath. But if you read throughout scriptures, you know that God can do it. Yes. And the types of anger he has towards his people, but he's also tolerable Mm -hmm. because some of the things that are even going on in our world today, I'm not sure. I could handle it. I would, yeah, I would be going, zap it. So that's why he is a patient But God's punishments always have the goal of repentance and restoration. And we know that. We know that God will restore us if we just repent. Talk about a second chance. Yes. Third dance. If I fall chance. seven times, yes. how many times do I have how, to pick my, right. myself back up? Second Chronicles states, this is what the Almighty said to King Solomon, when I shut up the heavens so that there is no rain hmm. or command locusts to devour the land or send a plague among my people. Oh, this is so, hmm. uh, boy, hmm. I just felt the Holy Spirit. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. There's always a hope and a promise. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, God is giving you, he always gives you a way (laughs) of escape. He's giving it to you. All we have to do is call on his name, humble ourselves Mm. and pray, seek his face and turn from our wicked ways. But I think it's so interesting. He says, then will I hear from heaven Mm. and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Praise so God. if we want our land healed, we want the virus gone, we got to turn back to God. Yes, indeed. You know, we we see God using disaster mm. uh, to draw his people to himself and to bring about repentance and the desire to come to him as children to our Heavenly Father. Uh, in the New Testament, Jesus healed 
every disease and every sickness, as well as plagues in the areas that he visited. Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in the synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness. In Matthews 9, 35, and in Matthews 10, 1, Jesus called his 12 disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and sickness therein. In Mark 3, 10, for he had healed many so that those with diseases were pushing forward to touch him. So people knew that he had that special touch. There was something different about him. Mm. And they knew that he, even if in their mind's eyes at the time before they say knew the gospel or knew really the truth, that he was actually God, they knew that he had a direct connection. And that's one of the things that we need to be doing. We need to be calling on, didn't he say call on his name yeah. to, in order for us to have that power? And that's why God sent through when when Adam and Eve uh, fell from grace, uh, God sent his son at that point that was going to bruise the head of that the serpent. serpent. Yep. So he's been around from the very beginning. And even now, when God sends his plague, he also sent his only son to show us how to heal ourselves. That's right. Because he gave that gift to 12 folks, yes. 12 of his disciples. He showed them how to heal. But he also, he sent out 70 more. Yes. So for uh, we who are believers of the Almighty and believe in Jesus and and the power and the power that He has, that He is the Son of God, then we can heal ourselves. And one way we can do that just follow His diet. I'm yes. just eating some honey or eating crickets or eating all, all those <laughs> fish. Well, it's called the Mediterranean, the Mediterranean diet. diet. But yeah. we need, ladies and gentlemen, when you talked about healing. We need to get back to plant-based yeah. eating. To build up our immune system. Because otherwise, if you're not building your immune system, you are susceptible to receiving this disease. Um, we just had last night for dinner uh, greens from our garden at 604, and I had kind of pre-cooked them <laughs> yeah. and froze them. Well, I went ahead. We had uh, for dinner last night. I just I said, "Well, let me go ahead and pull these out." Well, they they've been in there for a couple a couple months. More than that, and since, so uh, the, well, you're right about since October. Right, because I usually will freeze greens just plain. Then sometimes I'll pre cook them, or sometimes I'll just uh, what's the word blanch them. But it was just they were good. Yes, they were. And if we are eating more like that, we can offset this disease ravishing our body because it's, it's taking us out because we're overweight yes uh diabetes yes uh hypertension yeah and uh oh one thing i just can't get rid of this i'm getting old <laughs> we're, getting, <laughs> aging. we're aging it affects us old folks more than the younger people because the younger people are to our niece and our nephew uh they had but they bounced back from it because they're they're younger, yeah, but they know that if we who are aging or aged can also not even get the disease yes. if we're staying healthy. And that's the key. Yes. So just as God chose to use plagues and disease to show his power to the Israelites, Jesus healed as an ex ex exhibition of the same power because I can't see that word mm -hmm. to verify That's that my sword, same way. I'm having, <laughs> so, we're having issues ready to land help us help us to verify that he maybe was, we should take a break and have a cup of coffee yeah, and come back later that? <laughs> that he was truly the son of God he gave the same healing power to the disciples and you mentioned that er yes, earlier to verify so. their ministry as in Luke 9 1 when Jesus had called the twelve together, he gave them power and authority to drive out all demons and to cure diseases. Thank you. Mm. God still allows sickness for his own purpose 
But sometimes disease, even worldwide pandemics, even COVID-19, mm. are simply the result of living in a fallen world. Oh, God. So what does our world look like? Everyone thinks we're okay. Everyone thinks we're doing the right mm. thing. But it's not about doing the right thing. It's doing it God's way. There is no way to determine whether a pandemic has a specific spiritual cause. But we do know that God has sovereign control over all things. Yeah, I know his he he I know that he has to be weeping because we have um uh crime and crime is at all time all time high, but then you have uh sexual uh abuse and where they're taking, uh, they're kidnapping uh, young folks and they're selling them. I mean, slavery is still right. That's uh, sex trafficking of our young folks and and uh, and also harvesting of other people's organs. Yes, that's a bigger market than people want to let on about. Uh, there are so many different things that are going on in our world that are just wicked. Just just gotta call it out, wicked and. Evil. Yes. And it is. Uh, in Romans 11 uh, 36 says, For from him, through him, and for him are all things. And that's why, the, you know, don't give that devil too much power because the deceiver is an agent of God. Uh, just as yes. when the deceiver in Job uh, came to appear with the sons of of uh, sons of God, yes, he did. they all appeared together, and God singled him out. What you been up to? And and the deceivers said, "I'm just going around, uh, you know, doing my thing, yes, seeking who I can destroy." destroy. Mm-hmm. And then God said, "Have you tried my my son Job? Now, nah, why am I mess with him? Because you got him covered. You can do what you want, but you just can't kill him." And and so. He took away, he brought all kind of calamity on Yes, he did. Lost his family, his wealth, his riches. And then the deceiver appeared again before the, with the sons of God. And, hey, I told you couldn't mess with my son, Job. Yeah, that's because he's a, that's because you guys still got him covered. And God gave him a second authority that you can do whatever you want with him, but you can't kill him. And that's when them disease mm-hmm. and boils, boils and the health attack yeah. came. But through prayers and supplication, Job, I'm going back to Romans uh, 36, you know, when for him, all things, but in 36, to him be the glory forever. All men and will work all things together for the good of those who know and love him. Mm-hmm. In Romans 8, 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have called according to his purpose. The spread of sickness such as is COVID-19 is just a taste of the plagues in the end time. And Yeshua referred to future plagues in the last days, as in Luke 21, 11, there will be great earthquakes. Uh-oh, we've been having mm-hmm. famines, mm-hmm. pestilence in various places like those locusts over there in Africa and fearful events. Uh-oh, and great signs from heaven. One of the things when you talk about the plagues, one of the things that Yeshua did always say that we are not to follow the signs. Right. We are supposed to be the signs of things to come. So we need to become stronger in our faith. In Romans 1, 18 and 19, it states, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. 19, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God had showed it to them. So, ladies and gentlemen, you know God. Yes, you do. You know he's in you. You know, despite all of the things you may try to reject, that God is still sovereign over all. The appearance of diseases may or may not be tied to God's judgment of sin. It could simply be the result of living in a fallen world. I just read that in Romans 1, 18 and 19. Since no one knows the time of Yeshua's return, 
we must be careful about saying global pandemics are proof that we are living in the end times. That's right. Because Matthew uh, uh, 24 says the time is not yet. These things are going to happen, but they're not quite yet because no one knows the time. For those who do not know Yeshua as Savior, disease should be a reminder that life on this earth is tenuous <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. and can be lost at any moment because we always Tomorrow's say tomorrow is not promised. As bad as pandemics are, hell will be worse. Oh, I want to be in that number. <laughs> oh, Lord. The Christian, and as I always like to say, the believer, however, has the assurance of salvation and the hope of eternity because of the blood of Christ shed on the cross for us. And you can read more of that in Isaiah 53, 5. And I trust all of you are writing these down that we're giving these scriptures. 2 Corinthians 5, 21 and Hebrews 9, 28. Well, I can read it for them. Okay. Isaiah 53, 5. But he was pierced mm. for our trans transgression. Mm. He was crushed. For our iniquity, the punishment that brought us peace was on him by his wounds. We are healed. Now, that's Isaiah. That was way before the Old Testament. Came and in the New Testament, in the second Corinthians 5.21, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us yeah. so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Call on the name of Jesus. Yes. In Hebrews 9.28, so Christ was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many, and he will appear a second time, mm. not to bear sin, but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him. Mm. Eternity. This life that we have is so <clears throat> temporal that our whole focus should be on how we're living now to be prepared to go into everlasting, to everlasting, to be with our Almighty. Remember what it says, Second Chronicles, humble yourself, pray, seek my face, turn from your wicked ways. Turn, turn. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Well, I think we're coming to the end of this little uh, discussion for this time. <laughs> we need to listen to our sponsors. So let's take a break. And we'll be right back. Bless the Lord, bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship His holy name. Sing like never before, oh my soul, worship His holy name. in to the Stone Builders Hour, a unique talk show hosted by Pastor Gary and Elder JC every Thursday at 5 o'clock on Wave 94.1. Carter's Corner provides expert athletic consulting to agencies, sports programs, and families. Services include fundraising, community events, football camps, career planning, and vending. Carter's Corner offers quality coaching to athletes and highlights their actions on the field and classrooms to college recruiters. Call Sam Carter, 850-510-6702, or email carterscorner at me.com. Carter's Corner is also a 501. 1C3 nonprofit. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something, something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are, but I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road, but I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder JC. Yes. Now just remember, you can become a stone builder by sowing a faith seed to help support the program. You can do this with Cash App, Dollar Sign, 
uh, Al Stones fifty one, mm-hmm. or uh, go on our website at WeLivingStones.org. And once again, you can listen at your convenience all our past shows because we got some great subjects and some, uh, great topics and uh, some great guests. And you can do that on mm-hmm. iTunes, Google Music, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Spotify. We all we all there. And soon and very soon, you're going to find us on YouTube and Facebook. Praise God. All righty. Pastor, we shared a lot of information on plagues. But I think I want to do a question and an answer. And audience, you can chime in. You can call us, follow us up, email us to our website, WeLivingStones.org. But the question is, how should believers respond to pandemic diseases? First and foremost, don't panic. (laughs) Because we know, right, Mm -hmm. Jehovah is in control. And I know at the beginning when they were talking about this pandemic, it was like, is it that serious? Is there anything happening? I know it didn't become personal until our own families got it. But how are you getting it? It's it's as though we're not getting the full truth of this whole disease. Because, all right, I got to stand six feet from somebody but then, you know, you have families that are together. How are, how was it contracted? How is it being passed along? So that's a show for, for another time. But the Bible says at least 300 times, do not fear. Yes. Be wise. Second Timothy first seven says, for God had not given us the spirit of fear. I love this verse. But a power and of love yeah. and of a sound mind. So ladies and gentlemen, if you got a sound mind, you got love, you have the power yeah. to overcome power. fear. <laughs> Take mm-hmm. steps to avoid exposure to disease and protect and provide it for your family. That means we've been talking about immune system, plant-based. You can teach your children the same thing. And thirdly, look to serve in ministry or volunteer helping the least of these in your community. And that's one of the things that Living Stones does a lot of is we provide food distribution to those that we know have a need. Well, you know, you're right about that because we have uh, uh, we take we've been working with farm share for about over 10 years and and we've got given out over hundreds and hundreds of thousands of pounds of food over that time period but tons. we have a farm share tons that's right tons we have a farm share that we are partner with uh, Jacob Chapel yes uh, coming up on uh, May 14th, next Thursday, uh, May 14th at Jacob Chapel. Uh, uh, we're going to start giving out food about 830. It's a citywide partnership. So not only Jacob Chapel, but you have Living Stones, you have Faith Worship and Praise Center, uh, National uh, Action Network. Okay. There's a lot of different partners who are coming together uh, to help uh, uh, serve our community. And and social distancing we'll is be very practicing. important. We'll have yes. our gloves. We'll have our, our masks mask, on. Yes. It's a drive-through only. Yes. No walk-up. And so uh, if you're, you're seeking some food, tell your friends and family, 830. If you'd like to volunteer, uh, uh, please arrive about 630 so we can uh, make sure that we can put everybody in the right places to help break down the food and repackage it so we can give it away to the families. Great. Often when people are fearful, uh, for their lives, they are more willing to have conversations about eternity. You yes. know how it is because yeah. we start thinking about the future. Be bold and compassionate in your sharing of the gospel because this is a great opportunity to have that conversation because people are now questioning what is my life all about? What's going on? How's it happening? Always speaking the truth in love. Yeah. Ephesians 4.15 says, Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ or Yeshua. Thank you, Christ. You know, Jay, you know we're talking about uh, uh, the world being affected because it's fallen and being fallen mean uh, full of sin. Mm-hmm. And in Second Chronicles uh, 7, 13 and 14, uh, Jehovah's he made a promise to King Solomon, and that promise was, when I shut up the heavens so that there is no rain or command locusts to devour the land 
or send a plague among my people, if my people who are called by my name, say it again, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. And as I believe the Almighty's promise still holds true to this day. Yes, it does. Even Jesus said, I come to, uh, I didn't come to change the law. I come to fulfill the law. And especially since believers, you know, we got a way of making him angry. <laughs> we always make him angry by worshiping false gods and destroying, I got to put this out there, and destroying our babies. Amen. We've been destroying our babies for some time. And just review, uh, it's like Leviticus uh, 10, 1 through 7. And uh, Leviticus 1 through 7, uh, let's talk about this. What did these men do that was so often? They were priests. And they were sons of Aaron, the yes, high priest. Yes, they were they nephews were. of Moses. Yes. If anyone had a close relationship with God, it was them. You would see they, they would receive a measure of leeway in judgment. But there was none with God. There was no respect of persons when judgment comes. God reacted swiftly and violently, yes, wiping them out on the spot. This incident involved no prostitutes in the temple, no human sacrifice, just a strange fire. Surely such a little thing for that matter, because God's reaction allowed no time for a trial. It was just a summary execution, a terrifying supernatural judgment of the Almighty. I believe that here you had priests, yeah. high priests who were who knew God. Remember, back during that day, the high priest had to be clean. He couldn't even go into the Ark of the Covenant or yeah. into the holy place because yeah. he could be killed on the spot. So here you had priests who were doing this and changed their whole mantra of because the people wanted it. Yeah. But they already knew what God desired of them. Same thing is occurring today. We have, again, pastors, we have bishops, we have cardinals, we have priests. Do we know the truth? And are we giving the people the very thing that they need? Because God, like we keep saying, is a jealous God. And when you talked about destroying our babies, remember our offices for three years was located next to yeah. um, we'll call it it was called a women's health center <laughs> oh, on the God. east side of Appalachia but they did practice abortions yes the clinic was open six days a week to include Saturday and Sundays mm. I mean God is crying yes pastor and I would witness women of all races ages eliminating uh, pregnancies it was just truly a sad sight yeah. to see my goodness women were walking into the clinic alone while uh, we assume the father was either waiting in the car or they leave only to return after the procedure. Our doors were always open. Livingstone's doors were always open to anyone who wanted to talk or stress about what they were yes. about to do. We even went to the clinic to let them know that we would were available if women wanted to come over and talk with us. We had a few. Not a lot, but we had a few. Yeah. Uh, we know the Almighty had placed our ministry next door just for those women with second thoughts about eliminating their pregnancy, but also second thoughts about after they did it to maybe even to repent mm -hmm. of, their, of their sins. Remember, the heart is central to this because the Bible says the heart stands for the seat, the source the reservoir and instigator of our thoughts. Remember, Jesus even said that. He says, what a man puts in their mouth is not dirty. It's what comes out of their mouth that yeah. it is because it comes from the heart. So it's about, it is synonymous with our modern use of the mind since the mind is where we hold knowledge, attitudes, motivations, affections, 
desires, likes and dislikes. In Matthew 5, 8, blessed are the pure in heart. That's what Yeshua said. For they shall see God. Mm. Keep your heart, and this is Proverbs 4, 23, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Our father directly addresses the book of Proverbs to his sons. It assumes that our hearts have been purified by his initial cleansing, that we have received his spirit and are in the process of sanctification and going on to perfection. So, mm -hmm. brothers and sisters, we need to keep our heart clean, clean. because yes. if it's clean, everything else that comes out will be so. When we first moved, we had to move because we... Uh, uh, we outgrew our our place uh, on Eugenia Street, so we had to move to a much larger space. And when we were looking at that particular space, we were go at different times of the day, at different days of the week, and it looked like it was a good space. Yes, it did. It's like after we moved in, a few days after we moved in, we found our parking lot would be packed. It would overflow from our neighbors who were the abortion clinic, and it would overflow into ours. So they were taking up our parking spaces so that we could not uh, have any of our clients come in. And so I would go out and interact with them. And then you had people who were uh, protesting yeah. out there as a site. So you might have, uh, you know, 25 to 40 cars uh, parked throughout the day uh, at this clinic. And we've seen all ages and races and, and then to see the men. And unfortunately, I would confront those guys. You know, because it's like y'all went. You, 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 you. It's like it was a convenient thing. They would, the woman would go into the clinic by herself, and you would be out in the car, and and or you drive off and then come back, just like JC said, and and that grieved my heart. That grieved all of us. It was just yes, like a heaviness there. And what you, you know, what they did, it brought us into prayer and supplication to go before the Lord to pray for those people. But, you know, I know and that's why J.C. brought up that elimination, you know, they were they're eliminating pregnancies or abortion because Leviticus 22, 5, it says, again, thou shalt say to the children of Israel, whosoever he be of the children of Israel or of the strangers that sojourn in Israel, that give any of his seed unto Molech. That's that other God, that's that false God that people were worshiping as Molech. He shall surely be put to death. The people of the land shall stone him with stones. And I will set my face against that man because he gave his child to Molech and will cut him off from among his people because he have given of his seed unto Molech to defile my sanctuary and to profane my holy name. And if the people of the land do any ways hide their eyes from that man, when he gives of his seed unto Molech and not kill him, then I will set my face against that man, against his family, and will cut him off and all that go a whoring after him to commit whoredom with Molech from among the people. Mm -hmm. So during that time, yeah. the people were sacrificing their children on the altar. They were taking newborn babies and sacrificing them on the altar for Molech. During this witchcraft and and this uh, satanic things, they're taking children and they're sacrificing them to kill them so they can drink their blood. This is going on in America. This is going on in the world. Yes. No wonder God is angry and mad that, um, uh, that we're committing a sin and the church has closed its eyes to it. It has. And you know, one of the things that's it's been, it may sound barbaric as it was done unto Moloch in Leviticus 22 to 5, but we're doing the same thing today. All over All again. over the world. 
And Deuteronomy 28, 15 says, But it shall come to pass, if thou will not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. And one of the things you find, human nature, the law of sin is always with us. It's seeking to pull us again into the defilement of sin, seeking to destroy our hope of sharing life with the Holy God. Do you hear that? We don't, if we're doing this, we don't want to share life with God. That is why God counsels us in Proverbs 4.23 to keep that is guard, preserve, and maintain our heart. It is very easy to become defiled by lapsing back to old habits. And remember Romans 8, 7 and Jeremiah 17, 9 says, because the carnal mind is enmity against God. That wow. means it's, it's, it's an enemy for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately, you said it before, wicked. Mm. Who can know it? So we're warring with God if we don't stay on task and stop doing these things against our children, against other gods, the love of money, Yes. Position. And it's so funny how the world, we, yeah, everyone talking about we need to get back to the former days. There are no former days. This is going to become a standard of living yes. that we as believers know it's just a, a stench in time to get us to our Heavenly Father. Yeah. Because once the economy, well, we're. we're <laughs> Once the government shut down, because, you know, hey, we want to make sure that uh, everyone is protected. But at some point in time, you have to restart. restart. Yep. Because otherwise, uh, I know that people are getting tired of sitting at home and being at home. It's time for us to go out and about. And I think we need to do a part two on this because I'm not finished. I need to go back and deal with uh, the the sins of the past with this Molech and how we got to worship in that Molech and how do we come to uh, making uh, killing babies uh, a legal thing. Now, you stop surgeries. The government stopped surgeries, pre-elective surgeries, but yet and still you were still allowed to get an abortion. It's like, I don't mean, I'm not an abortion. It's like, wait a minute. I can't get, I need a, I need a, I need, I have a cancer and I need to get a a biopsy. I can't do it, but you can go over next door and get an abortion and kill the baby. Uh Uh-oh. So, well, well, I think we, we got we got to do a part two and all things right. of that nature. But Lord, we just bow down in all of you. We just say that we're sorry. Please forgive us. Clean us up, dear Lord. Thank you for sending your Son, uh, Jesus Yeshua, uh, to give us another chance. You said if we repent, be baptized in water, and sin no more, we can't be forgiven. So, dear Lord, I just ask that you just forgive our sins. Yes, Lord. Get into that prayer closet and ask for mercy, and God will grant it. All he's waiting for you is to have a personal relationship with you, and he loves you so much. Well, I think Jesus said it all in Matthew 15, 16 through 20, uh, kind of a translated version. Are you also still without understanding? Hmm. Do you not yet understand that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and is eliminated? Mm. But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart and they defile a man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemy. These are the things which defile a man. But to eat with unwashed hands does not defile man. So it is sin that defies holiness. And if we want to be in God's image, we have to put sin away because sin defiles, pollutes, 
contaminates or blurs the reflection of God in us. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. 1 John 1, 8. Wow, praise God. Well, you know, we're out of time and that's why we'll have to do part two. I think of we should. Of the plagues and pandemic and Bible scripture uh, because God is not finished. I didn't mean to see. I was. I didn't intend on calling out Molik and calling out abortion and all that kind of stuff. But you know what? Spirit now is time to draw a line in the sand, yes. and you must make a choice which side you're going to be on. Now, those women and families who have experienced uh, abortion, God still loves you, and it's still not too late for you to come to Him and just trust in Him and repent. And also give your life over to Christ. So stay tuned next week. And JC and I will be back. See you next week. We're out.